0: You know who made it. What's up everybody, welcome back to the Next Step Fantasy Football Podcast, where we're here to help you take the next step in your fantasy journey. My name is Jake, and I am joined by no one today. I am all by my lonesome. I have no one to talk to today. Uh, Jordan is off still running around Europe, backpacking, whatever the heck he's doing. I think he's in Ireland today. Today is Tuesday the 18th. Um, so he's off having a jolly good time, as they say, across the pond. And Adam is had something going on, so he just wasn't able to join. And we, I figured, you know, we can't go 2 weeks without a pod- with without a podcast episode. So, you're going to get a short one from me today. Obviously, this is going to be a shorter episode just because I'm talking to myself. So, you know, not much banter is going to go around. So, it's going to be kind of bare bones, but just stick with me here and I believe the whole crew will be back ne- be back for week 8. So, um, why don't we jump into last week uh Week 6, my Packers lost again to a New York team, so they're just struggling, which then segues into uh, our loser of the week, which is Adams-Denver-Broncos-Cortland-Sutton. The Broncos are not good, guys. You heard it here first. Adam was texting me, and he, he was telling me all about it. He's like, you know, the Packers suck, the Broncos suck. We're just all unhappy over here in the next Fantasy Football Podcasts. Uh, So, Corlin Sutton, here's the issue. Last week, this was just yesterday actually, two catches, 14 yards on only three targets. Yikes, right? The previous week, he sees 11 targets, which is pretty good, Uh, but, but again, only five catches. He does turn it into 74 yards that time, but his longest was 51, so if you take if you take out that 51-yard reception, I mean, he only has like 30 yards on like eight targets the last two weeks. Uh, just really disappointing on a guy we really thought we were going to take a next step. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, and then at the end of the game, Russell Wilson, he hurt his hamstring. So we don't know what that means, um, what that's going to look like going forward. It looks like he'll still be able to play, but if he's not... I mean, that's, 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 I couldn't even tell you. I wish Adam was here because I couldn't even tell you who their backup quarterback is right now. Um, So, Courtland Sutton, hopefully he can bounce back. Uh, He's still starting. He's still, he's still starting on your team, but I think that he's really settling in on that wide receiver three range, which is a bummer because we thought we would be seeing wide receiver one. Um, Definitely not cuttable or anything like that, but, you know, just, just. He's a loser for this week. He's a loser. So hopefully we don't see him again here. Um, and then my winner for last, or our winner for last week, we're going to go with Alvin Kamara. Um, here's the thing. Obviously, he's starting for everyone who has him. But he turned, he, he had 19 carries, 99 yards, another six carry or six receptions, 25 yards. Previous week, 23 receptions. Re, uh, rushing attempts, 103 yards, 91 receptions. So, I mean, this guy is pushing out. He is pushing out over 100 yards a week. And he's, especially with PPR, he's getting a solid amount of looks. Um, I think that is actually probably has to do with the fact that Andy Dalton is their quarterback right now. Um, Kind of, I think Andy Dalton being the starter is helpful for Alvin Kamara. Mark Ingram still saw some work, but Alvin Kamara being the guy there and with Andy Dalton throwing the ball, and they just said that Andy Dalton has a chance to keep this role. So keep the starting job. Even when Jameis comes back, I would be very surprised. But Alvin Kamara is starting to finally look like that second round pick. Maybe some people took him in the first. Um, there is news based uh, or about his ongoing trial. It got pushed back again, so it's definitely looking like he's going to He's going to be hit with a suspension next year. Um, Apparently, the video is very graphic. So, not what you want to hear for this year. Or, I'm sorry, for next year. But for now, I mean, he's pushing out running back one numbers. Stardom. Love it. It's kind of good to see him doing that in back-to-back weeks. And I expect that he's going to do it this Thursday when they play the Cardinals. um, Which then... Which then will uh, segue us into Thursday night. So the last two weeks, Thursday night games have been awful. So our last two Thursday night top guns were Naheem Hines, who went down immediately, which was just oh so frustrating. And then after that, (laughs) I believe our person last week was Justin Fields, and Adam said he will, quote, have the best game. He will ever have in his career, or he to this point. Yeah, he didn't do that. He didn't. He, di- he didn't do that at all. Um, so two straight weeks of just clunky games, just clunky games, not fun. I, you know, Amazon paid a whole bunch of money to be able to put on Thursday night games, and they've just been awful, just awful. Um, but I think that's going to change this Thursday because we got Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals going up against i'm sorry i had it right here and then i lost it see this is where it's nice to have someone with you because they can help uh, the saints that's right we have a lot of guys that could play that are going to be starting in rosters so we have alvin kamara we have um we have kyler murray those receivers you could be playing um Michael Thomas, if he's back, you should be playing him. If even if he's not, or even if he isn't, Chris Olave looks to be back. Start him; he's a good top top gun option. But I'm going to go with someone who is returning this week, and that is DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop is back, and I could not be more excited. I picked him up in so many leagues. So I, I believe his, I believe his ADP was somewhere in like the seventh round ish um and then you just had to put him on the back half of your bench and just wait six weeks well the time is up the time is up um and it is time he should immediately jump into your starting lineup I have him in a lot of leagues I'm going to be putting him I'm start. I'm starting him in a bunch of leagues for this Thursday I expect a big game I expect a Coming out, come, uh, coming out a coming back game last year he had a down year 42 receptions 572 yards 55 was as long and then he had eight, eight, eight touchdowns kind of saved him um he was hurt a lot that year but I mean we're talking about a guy that has only failed to hit a thousand yards three times in his career one of them was a rookie year one of them was a hurt year other than that he's hit over tw- over 1100 yards every single year if he returns back to that, he could be a league winner for you. I mean, we we could be talking wide receiver numbers, and I think, good lord, does Kyler Kyler need it? Because that team is stumbling just as much as the Packers and Broncos are, and and they just lost Hollywood Brown as well to a foot injury that I don't think it's been announced quite yet, but there's speculation he could have been he could be down for the year. So if he's out for the year. That's great for Hollywood. Um, they still got Rondell Moore who's been doing pretty well. And then they just traded for Robbie Anderson. I don't think Robbie Anderson is anything fantasy relevant. Um, the issue with him, I mean, I don't know if anyone's watching, if you could look back on Sunday, but Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach at, uh, in Carolina, uh, Matt rule was fired since we last talked to you guys. So that, that's not a surprise anywhere. Um, He kicked Robbie Anderson out of the game. He didn't want him to Like Robbie Anderson kept giving him attitude, and he was just like, bye. And then immediately traded him the next day. So I don't think he's a fantasy-relevant person, and he just doesn't even sound like a very good teammate. But, you know, I guess that's not really our speculation. But, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, stardom. He is our Thursday Night Top Gun. I feel very confident about this one. I really hope it doesn't blow back into our face because we need one of these. <laughs> we need to hit one of these. And I think this is the game that kind of brings it all back. So um, then let's go ahead and jump into our Sunday game. So we kind of came up with a quarterback, a running back, and a receiver. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about all of them, obviously. So our quarterback this week, kind of a sneaky play, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. So last week against the San Francisco 49ers, he had... Was about as good as you could want. Thirteen for fourteen, so not too many passing attempts for one hundred twenty nine yards, two touchdowns. But what we really like to see here is the six attempts for fifty yards and another touchdown. So you get three touchdowns. So this is easily his best game as a Falcon. Um, he's a sneaky quarterback too. If you're in a two quarterback league, you could maybe pick him up off the waiver wire and give it give him a go. Uh, he's going up against Cincinnati, so I could expect Joe Burrow and Cincinnati to kind of get up on the Falcons. And if that's the case, then Mark Marino's is going to have to work his magic. It's really the rushing that we like. The previous game against Tampa Bay, I mean, he had 61 yards rushing. So, I mean, those are those are good numbers for. I mean, those are great numbers for a for a quarterback to be doing. Um, he's kept the he's kept the interceptions down. Uh, he has two, three, four, five, six, six touchdowns versus three picks, so he's been doing pretty well, uh, but yeah, a quarterback two who could give you quarterback one numbers, the the the, the issue with him is that his ceiling could, like this past week, a quarterback one, so he finished in the top ten, but his floor is pretty low as well, um. So I like him. I think he's a good roll of the dice. Uh, he's still probably going to finish outside, like, in a, of our weekly rankings outside the top twelve for us. But I think that if you're in a bind with bye weeks starting this week, so for example, you have Josh Allen. Josh Allen is on a bye, so you need a quarterback for one week. I think you could do worse for Marcus than Marcus Mariota. So give him a give him a little roll of roll of dice. I I I, I am in our home league, and we're gonna. We're really going to be crossing our fingers there because I have a lot of guys on on my buy. For our running back, we, we went ahead and we went with Damian Pierce. So a guy that is probably being started in most leagues. Um, but he is a guy that I think has such upside that this might be the last week he could be on this list. Um, really a nice flex appeal because he's most likely drafted pretty late in your draft but i think it's start time to start talking about him as a wide receiver or i'm sorry a running back one in this league in fantasy the last 3 weeks he has 26 attempts 14 attempts 20 attempts 15 attempts so he's hitting double digit rushing attempts and he last week turned it into 99 yards and a touchdown plus three receptions the previous week, 131 yards and a touchdown, plus six receptions. So he has he has a role in the passing game. It's not huge. But I, I think that him going, uh, him going up against Las Vegas, against the Raiders, uh, I think you could do worse. I think that if you're putting him in your flex, you feel really, really good about that. Uh, I really think that he could go off this week and really solidify him as maybe an every-week starter. Um, I uh, I think it's a pred. I I have a prediction that by the end of the year, ESPN or Yahoo or someone they always put out like what percentage of fantasy teams, like what players were on the most winning fantasy teams for the season, and I think Damian Pierce is going to be on one of those numbers, or beyond that list because he drafted so late and he's but he's producing the same as running backs that were going in rounds two and three and to be honest one round one because really the running backs as a whole have really just not lived up to the hype so far this year um, I think it's starting to get there I know like Dalvin Cook had a good week last week I mentioned Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey um, but Damian Pierce start him, feel good about it, put him in your flex just a, just a nice guy you can kind of put there and not worry about it again and then for our receiver, um, a little deeper, not not too deep, I should say, but we're gonna go with Brandon Ayuk here. Um, so Brandon Ayuk going up against Kansas City. So predicting them to probably be down at some point in this game. Last week he had his best week of the of the year. So he he had 11 targets, which was a, which was a season high, eight receptions, another season high, 83 yards, a season high, and two touchdowns. I kind of I I like I think he's really good. I just think that the quarterback has always held him back, and he has so he's, he has obviously above fifty yards the last two weeks. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of starting to feed him the ball a little. Uh, definitely a guy that you could put in a flex with a if you're in a bind. I think he's probably sitting on your roster as your wide receiver four ish, four or five. If he's five, I'd feel really good about that, but. You know, if you have a lot of buys, you have Gabe Davis. I, I just keep thinking of the, uh, the Bills because I know that they're on their buy. I know the Rams are on their buy. So Cooper Cup on a buy or some of, any of those kind of guys. And you have IU, Give it. I'd say give it a shot because San Francisco is going to have to throw. They have to. And if they have to throw, well, then... Obviously, Debo's going to get his, but the next guy is Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle hasn't really done jack so far this year, which has been super disappointing, may I mention. But put Brandon Ayuk in there. Give it a go. I think you could do worse. I guess that's just my... I I like the matchup, and that's kind of what we're looking at here. Obviously, everyone's starting Devontae Adams this week, so who's someone that's a little lower that you could maybe get a touchdown out of or 60 yards? Would I rather have Ayuk this week or... uh, I was going to say Adam Thielen, but I think he is also on a buy. Would I rather have Ayuk or... Let me just think of someone. Like Darnell Mooney, who's starting to come on. Give me Ayuk this week. Uh, I just think that he could get you a touchdown. Get you a touchdown. or, Or even that, just give you a solid game. And then, why don't we go ahead and jump into our Monday Night Miracle. So, this Monday night... We have, sorry, got to pull it up again. Apologies. You, you, what's really nice is usually like all three of us have this stuff like pulled up so I can just say, hey, who's playing? But nope, just me. Um, so we got the Patriots versus the Bears. Ugh. That's that's how I feel about this game. Because, you know, <laughs> I the, the Zeppi kid, I can't remember his first name. I'm putting no respect on that man's name right now. He had over 300 yards passing last week. He did really well. I, I very is it Brandon? I don't know. Gotta look that up too. It's gonna it's gonna bother me. Bailey, Bailey Zappy, Bailey Zappy. Put some respect on the name. Um, he's been putting up good numbers. Not, but he's not our miracle guy. Our miracle, miracle, our Monday Night miracle, Ramondre Stevenson. If Damian Harris is not playing again this week, he is a must start. That is my opinion on it. He is a must start. The man was on the field. He played 86% of the snaps last week. He played 86% of the snaps last week and did pretty darn well, if I do say so myself. Let me just pull it up here. Just pull it up. Sorry, one sec. All right, yeah. So he he had against against Cleveland, he had 19 rushing attempts, 76 yards, two touchdowns. The week before, 25 carries, a buck 61. The week before, he still had 14 carries for 66 yards. This guy has put up at least 66 yards in five of the seven games. And if he has no Damien Harris. He is a must start a guy that put him in and feel good about it he he is a running back two with high running back one upside definitely a guy you want to be playing I think he's probably the guy to play out of everyone in that game the other only other person I can think of would be Jacoby Myers who again solid player you could play him too Um, and on the other side I think really it's just Uh, David Montgomery is the only other guy, but if you had to ask me do I want David Montgomery or Ramondre Stevenson, give me Stevenson. He's cheaper. You probably didn't have to use, you definitely didn't use a third round pick on him. Give me him. I think his workload will be there and I think he's the one you want to play. My child is crying in the background, so I appreciate you guys hanging around. Um, This is a pretty quick episode, um, but we'll all be back next week. Just, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. I'm sure it happens to everybody. Uh, You can find us at The Next Step Fantasy Football Podcast on Facebook, um, The Next Step Pod on Twitter. We have a Patreon, which is linked on our Facebook. If anyone wants to monetarily support us, it's all appreciated. I guess I don't have to say this part, but unless I have anything else to say, which I don't, you guys take care. Be good. Go Tigers.